Hello, 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 and welcome uh, to the Abol and All podcast. This is your daily recap of the Basketball Africa League, the BAL, hashtag the ball. Please use that um, as you uh, do go through. Remember, uh, my name is Mpo Mutuani, um, and my Twitter handle is at Mpo Moreki. So I put up my Twitter handle so everyone can follow me on social media and on Twitter and also on Instagram. This video is also on YouTube, so please do like and subscribe. I'd be greatly appreciated. Let's get the numbers going. I do a weekly basketball podcast when I cover all things happening in the basketball world. Um, but for the Basketball Africa League, because I am in Africa, I'm in South Africa right now, I decided to do a daily one for the 12 day, 14 days of basketball that we will have in this festival uh, that is going on in Kigali with the best teams in Africa. So I've decided to uh, do that. One of the key things um, that... Um, that 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 that, that is, is is important about this is this tournament's important for the growth of basketball and the economy around basketball and i am part of that economy around basketball um and your support would be greatly appreciated i love your comments please keep them coming through thank you very much for the subscribers as we try and build this platform going forward uh for the future seasons and i'll keep on uh bringing you content maybe bringing on guests and stuff like that but that's the first thing the whole point of today is the daily recap. We've had two, we've, we've covered, so what we normally do on the daily recap is we cover the previous night's late game, uh, evening game, and then the two day games today. But sadly today, there was only one game uh, that happened at 5.30 and we're going to cover the, the previous night's game. The title of the show is The Favourites um, Take to the Court. Largely because we saw last night, and this is the first game, um, that I'm going to be covering, U.S. Monastir take on GNBC. And the important thing about this game, if you want to know, this game was a blowout. Um, we saw the first team to score over 100 points in this tournament. That was U.S. Monastir. They just looked clean. They looked quality. They looked like they were here to take it. It's like first impressions when you're going on a blind date this is what this tournament is because you don't know a lot about the teams there is some video that you can find especially of the qualifiers and maybe of, of some of the leagues that the guys have been in but mostly when you arrive at this tournament with all the chain with all the ability for teams to get two extra players from outside of the continent to come and join them you don't know what team you might meet and what it might look like but what monasteries did make sure was that when they went into battle because that's what it i think the game boss was like a handshake it's either you decide whether you come in with a strong handshake or like a weak one or a very unique one to try and move your opponent around and u.s monastery came with a very firm handshake they they literally it's those fair firm handshakes where they squeezed uh the other person's hand and that's what it was it was just a squeezing of of GNBC. Obviously, GNBC coming through the qualifiers, third in the East Division, they didn't, they also knew who they were playing, a powerhouse, a team that won the Afro, the Afro, well, the African Championships, in, um, club championships in 2017. So they kind of knew who they were playing and some of these players playing in Saudi Arabia. So they kind of, they, they, they knew that the level would be high, but obviously they're trying to figure out whether, how high that level is. And they just got rolled. Um, it was just a, a, an education in championship basketball, in African championship basketball. U.S. Monastir were just on point. They just, they just 
were were very good defensively, offensively. They were clinical. First team to score over 100 points. The final score was 113-66. They put a marker down yesterday. Um, and if you look at the players um, of Yus Monastir, Omar Abada was really, really good. I think he's one of my favorite point guards, actually. Um, there are two point guards I'm going to talk about today who I think are my favorites, but he was just a scorer. He was fearless. He was driving to the basket. And that's what Monastir were. Obviously, with the North African team, they're very heavy on that post play in the paint. Uh, and, 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 and it was great to see somebody who was a guard who was coming in in and out. He's got 13 points yesterday, 62% field goal, which means he was he was driving really, really well to get to the basket. Good use of his feet, but the player um, who scored about who scored twenty four points. Um, his name was Makrem Romdane. Um, he was just very good. Um, he scored twenty three points um, with an eighty seven percent field goal percentage. Um, he was the MVP of the night. He just was very good, dominating um, in the post, in the low post as well. So very, very good. Um, a play from Monastir. GMBC with the American Calvin Ridley who played in Texas. He's a mountain of a man, a mountain of a man. Um, got a little bit injured, only played a few, about 12 minutes, or was it um, about 16 minutes uh, Calvin Ridley played, yes, um, for his 12 points. He's someone that they can build around. He's not as athletic as you'd want your centers to be, especially in the modern game where centers need to be able to uh, be drawn out onto the perimeter and try and defend. Uh, Monastery just moved them around like chess pieces. You just move the ball around inside, outside, and you take it out. Uh, to the point where GNBC, when they're struggling to defend, they just went to a zone. And the problem with the zone is when you rebound, um, the man needs to be able to pick up a man, and they just couldn't. It was just, it was very tough for them. Um, and, and you can see that with 17 second chance points uh, to four. It was just 64 points in the paint. Just tells you a story about a team that really struggled on the air to defend on the interior. And that was GNBC. Um, they are in Group B, um, Group A with uh, Patriots and Rivers Hoopers. I beg your pardon, was Group A uh, with Patriots and Rivers Hoopers. So GNBC does have a chance of making it to, to the playoffs. They just need to make sure that they that they win um, they, their remaining games. Uh, they they play the Patriots uh, tomorrow uh, in, in a couple of days. Um, I think it's tomorrow um, in, in the late game. And so that's going to be quite important for them um, as they go through and, 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 and try and resurrect. It's not all lost. You kind of see that Monastir has set the, bar the barrier high. Um, I think Patriots and Rivers Hoopers, Patriots being the good side they are, I think they will end up struggling against uh, a Monastir. Um, Rivers Hoopers will have to pull out a miracle for them to be able to stay in this tournament uh, by beating Monastir, and that's what the that's what the the the, 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 the tough part about that that loss for Rivers Hoopers, who were favourites to come out of of, of Group A, um, was that that losing to a team like the Patriots um, kind of set them back and 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 forced them to either beat Monastir or need a hope that GNBC beat the Patriots, and then you can have like a three way playoff situation playing between for spots two, three, and four with Monastir winning out entirely. So those are the group A dynamics. Um, and we'll go, we'll talk about it later on as we go into the show. Um, but that was, it, it was just clinical. Um, and, 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 and to a certain extent it was, um, but there was a player that I think you should watch in, um, in, in this uh, uh, GNBC team. His name is Eli Randria Mam Pionona, the number one. 
um, of that team. He scored 26 points last night. It was very good. He was, seemed fearless in the face of everything else. Normally when teams are being blown out, some guys just tend to just go back into their shells. He just had the energy to just carry on throughout the night and try keep on scoring and just keep putting um, the boards down. And I'm, and I'm assuming against the Rivers Hoopers or Patriots, um, they may be able to pull out something. Um, and and it'd be a lot, a lot more competitive than it was now. Uh, but it is essentially it's 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 one it's it's a single elimination type of situation that's happening in this in this in this tournament. So you know you play a team once, you can beat them on the day. You could be having a great day. They could be have a bad shooting day. And so those are the things. But they got a bit of a lesson um, when it comes uh, to um, African continental basketball. Um, but hey, they're there. They're at the party, and that's what uh, is a truly, uh, truly important. Um, as we move on to our next um, uh, game, that was Metro de Luanda versus uh, AS Police. Um, uh, just a reminder to keep um, subscribing to the channel uh, and and send through your comments. So the next game um, was Petro de Luanda of Angola versus AS Police of Mali. Um, AS Police coming through the qualifiers as well. Um, in the West Division, they were, um, AS Police, just uh, bear with me there, they were in the West Division, they were third place in the West Division, they came up against Petro de Luanda, the powerhouse, 14-time Angolan champs, um, multiple-time African champions, they've been to Afrobasket, they've won Afrobasket, they've got Afrobasket MVPs littered around that team, internationals, and Petro de Luanda um, coming out AD. Um, 80, 80, 84, 66 um, winners um, in that matchup, an 18-point deficit there. It was just, it was just beautiful to see in the first quarter. Similar to what I meant with the with the handshake, it's a first impression type of vibe. And Petro de Luanda set the bar very high. Uh, first quarter was 29-9. They were just on point. They were just flying through it. Um, they were, they they just showed. Um, that level. The big problem with AS Police was that their defense worked in spurts. So there'll be moments where they will want to defend and there'll be moments where they did not want to defend. They didn't rebound well at all. Um, in the Petro de Luanda had seven offensive rebounds in the first quarter alone. Um, that tells you about a team that is that normally uses height. You know, when you get tall people, um, well, 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 tall people like six foot five upwards who are play in the front court, they tend to sometimes not want to box out and they just went to just just wait to just pick the ball uh, once it leaves the cylinder um and 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 that's very dangerous uh because some guys can come in and do the whole boxing out and get the ball and that's what uh, Petro de Luanda was doing to Espris and getting offensive rebounds second chance points second quarter was something that was very interesting because um AS police actually beat Petro de Luanda they outscored them 28 to 20 um, yes, Petro de Luanda decided to give the bench uh, a run, which is a very experienced bench, by the way. It's, it's no joke. <laughs> it is no joke. It could beat any of the of the other teams if you just started with the with the bench players. That's how good this Luanda team is. Um, and 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 you saw a little bit of that as police flair, what they're looking to do to drive their front court in. Uh, Joseph uh, Nziako, number thirty three, Ibrahima Thomas. Um, Ibrahima Thomas had a lot of chances. Um, he has no excuse uh, today. He really, really had a lot of chances. Um, just could not finish. I think he finished 
uh, um, uh, as I get you his numbers there. Uh, Ibrahima Thomas finished 4 for 11, 36% in and around the rim, um, and and that's just that's just that's just that's not the level that you that your team wants you to be playing at. Uh, but he's still a very good player and someone you should watch going forward. Um, a group C is a is a death group. This is the second toughest group in the in the tournament, and 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 Airs Police are no joke. Um, they are a very um, they're a very competitive basketball side, but they came up against a side that's possibly one of the finest I picked. Petro de Luanda to be the winner of this tournament with AS Mon with US Monastir in the finals. We are going to see one more team in a group B, that's IS Saleh of Morocco. We're expecting quite a lot from them. Um, they could be one of the top four teams in this tournament. Um, so it's going to be very interesting. But remember, on the weekend, on the Sunday, there's going to be a Petro de Luanda versus an IS Saleh game when a pretty much a winner takes top spot in the group. Um, which is going to be very, very tasty. Uh, but what you saw here with Airs Police is that um, they they just need to build off of that second quarter. If they can do that, they, they they they've got they've got the they've got the front court that can can cause problems for other teams. And 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 yes, their guard play still needs a little bit of work. Um, their defense needs a little bit of work, movement wise. Uh, we're similar to GNBC; they just didn't move that well. And if you have a team like Petro de Luanda, there was a play in in which. Um, I think João um, uh, Pedro, Joe, uh, Jone, Jone Pedro, the number 21, who was the MVP, with 17.17 rebounds. He ended up with the ball on the low block after everybody, uh, in uh, all five players having touched the ball of Petro de Luanda. And the reason why he got is that the help defender came out and it was just an easy easy pass down into the low post. That's what Petro de Luanda are. They're very cerebral when it comes to basketball. You can see that these guys have done this so many times. Guys who played in Portugal, guys who played around the world, coming to represent their country. And they know what they're here to do. And they showed it. They didn't break 100 like Monastir, but it'll be very interesting to see them in Monastir later on. I'm excited for next week because next week's going to be a a, 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 a a massive, massive fight, a heavyweight clash across all these teams um, in the plus, they ask, I think that this tournament will 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 see obviously after this game there are about eight good teams um, in this tournament. In those eight, there are guys who are like tier A, tier B. But of those good teams, on any day something can happen, and that's what you want. Um, and and I'm and I'm really glad that um, this format was chosen. Even though yes, we're in COVID and we got the COVID protocols, so that's where that's was going. But Petro de Luanda was just really great. Um, Zhao, number forty one, uh, Joaquin. Um, was very good. He scored 16 points. He's a he's their center, and he was just hanging around the three point line. He was uh, three from four um, from the three point line, 50 percent from the field. Very dominant. Um, really good at the board, supported by Jone Pedro. Um, and then uh, someone who I just want to highlight was the youngest member in that team. Obviously, that team's got Carlos Moresh, um, who was uh, MVP of Afro Basket in 2013. Um, and he's he's scoring leader across the Angolan League for a couple of years. But this guy, um, uh, Dunda, um, the number five, the point guard, um, was really chilled. Dunda, uh, Dundao, uh, the point guard, he's about 23, 24. Uh, he just was very good, set the table really well. Another favorite point guard of mine who sets the table and also is not fearless to drive in against all these tall men um, in and around there and, and take the hits and take the... 
and, and go to the foul line. And, and that, that's the difference between, I think, the, the better teams in this tournament and, and some of the teams uh, that, that will, might not make it to playoffs is that those teams are willing to get to the line. Uh, those better teams get to the line a lot of times and they and they shoot their free throw as well. And so that's something that is police needs to go through. But I, if you if you don't want to rebound, there's nothing I can help you with. Um they like that's like that's the foundation of, of your in of any attacking play you want. You need to rebound well, you need to get the ball out to out of the pass or have someone bring it up for you to the half court set and do whatever you need to do. If you rebound well you can you can lead to transition play. And and that's what kind of was missing um from as police. We saw that in the second quarter when they were doing that, but they couldn't replicate it. And I think that's one of the lessons a lot of teams are going to learn is the standard that they need to be playing at in this tournament. Let's go through. So we're, we're, we've done the recap. So the final game is AS Saleh uh, tonight against, um, against uh, I'll get that for you as I try and get the, the games happening. So uh, we've, we've already seen um, that is uh, five games have been played. Ayasale versus uh, FAP um, of, 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 of Cameroon, which is the Armed Forces and Police of Cameroon, um, uh, the, their basketball club happening at 9 p.m. That's going to be a massive one, a West Africa, North Africa clash. Um, and then tomorrow you've got GNBC versus Patriots up front at 2 p.m. Then you've got Ferrovario taking As Duanes, and then you've got Zamalek taking on uh, Petro uh, GSP, um, out of Algeria. So it's a group A and a group C uh, throughout uh, tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow to bring you the IS Saleh versus FAP game, as well as GNBC versus Patriots, as well as a Ferrario de Maputo and as one which possibly could be quite a, a very tasty clash there. Ferrario play a very lovely brand of a basketball. Uh, just to finish off with the group stages, uh, this is the weekend's games, the final games of the weekend um, that uh, everyone's going to be uh, prepared to see. I think that Monastia Patriots game on Saturday at, uh, at half past five is going to be a handinger uh, with the home team hoping to, hoping to uh, take one of the potential finalists of this tournament. But let's look at the groups. Um, so in looking at the groups, obviously Group A um, concluded last night. Um, you can see GNBC at the bottom with Rivers Hoopers, uh, Patriots sitting up there, but Monastir with that plus 47. That's going to be very, very important. Essentially, GNBC, outside of them winning their next two games, have no way of making it through as that third lucky loser because of that points difference. It's going to be hard for them to claw it back. Uh, you can see, obviously, Group B's really started um, with Luanda taking the lead with the 18 uh, points difference, but they've got those two points from that win. Group C is going to be quite interesting. Um, Ferrovario is not a bad side. Um, and Duan is, is gonna, uh, we're gonna find out tomorrow, um, how, how Duan is, uh, t- takes on Ferrovario because I think that could be a potential battle for the number two spot. Um, but on top of that, you've got the North African battle between Zamalek of Egypt and Petroleus as well. That's going to give you a humdinger. Group C, it's just, it's just, it's just a killer. It's going to be a killer, and that's what we love. So thank you very much for joining. Um, and watching uh, this uh, BAL daily recap. Uh, thank you. Uh, please do remember to like and subscribe on YouTube as well as um, if you're on Twitter and on Instagram, please follow me and share the video as widely as possible. Thank you very much. Uh, till tomorrow, uh, from myself, Mpomutlani, all the way um, in South Africa. Um, have a great evening and we'll chat again tomorrow for our favorite sport, that is basketball.